Welcome to Roll for Blank, Streets of Mage. This is our uh, our new foray into doing a D&D campaign on this podcast. So get ready, listeners, or listener. I don't know how many of you there are, but there might only be the one. In this particular campaign, a little bit of world building. The evil mage, Murder Duncan Bloodspell, has taken the throne of Palatia from the rightful king. The royal guard now work for him as well as the numerous syndicates and monsters that control the seedy underbelly of Santo Palacia. Worse, he's using his administrative powers to give away development contracts to shiftless builders who are tearing down natural beauty and affordable housing throughout the land. Our players will be fighting their way from the outskirts of Santo Palacia up to the top of the ancient castle to defeat Murder Duncan Bloodspell and restore peace and order to the city and its neighboring lands. The question is, are they tough enough? Bum, bum, bum. Uh, so yeah, welcome, players. We have an entirely new set of people. No one from season one is on this show. So that's, I mean, other than me, I'm here. So that's fun, I guess, unless you hate me and then I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Uh, <laughs> so welcome. We have, we have Danny. Danny, welcome. Thank you for having me, Nathan. Ah, excellent. In character voice, too. I love it. If I break it, I won't be able to go back to it. <laughs> Very good. I'll, I'll try not to fall into my own accent because you're doing one. <laughs> uh, we also have Race. Race, welcome to the show. How's it going there? Hey, pretty good. How are you? I'm pretty good. <laughs> I'm just going to mirror everybody, I think. That'll be fun. We also it. have Billy. Uh, hey there, Nathan. How's it going today? I'm, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I just uh, rode in on my P-Row from the bayou, and I'm ready to go. Well, all right. That sounds like a mighty pot of gumbo to me. And we also have Melody. Melody, welcome. Felicitations. And felicitations to you. How do you find uh, these these lands, this, this experience? Uh, with my eyes. Excellent. <laughs> How very direct. Okay. So, so here we are. You all begin in the village south. This is a, uh, a charming little village that is on the outskirts of Santo Palacia. Uh, there, there are several wonderful locations between here and the castle tower where the awful Murder Duncan Bloodspell is sitting atop a stolen throne. And you are charged with the, uh, yes, good. Billy was flipping off the camera, which I mean, I assume was Murder Duncan Bloodspell and not me. Uh, but maybe it was me. I don't know. But you are starting here in this in this village. And is there anything that, that the group of you would like to do? I am going to say that you have all just been thrown together as uh, as a group interested in in taking back the kingdom. Yeah, I mean, I, I got 20 gold here weighing down my pocket. Uh, they got some sort of general store around here. There is one small shop in the village south that you could check out. It is directly to your south if you want to go there. Yeah, that, that's great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go right over there. Okay. Anyone else have anything they want to do? I would like descriptions of everybody's character. Okay. Yeah, we should, we should do a little, a little round. Uh, let's go around real quick before, before Polly heads to the general store. Yeah. Okay. I'll get started. Um. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a forest gnome, as you can see. Good-looking guy. Uh, full, full head of hair right here. Uh, luscious locks. I got my uh, UBG uh, custom uh, issue tracksuit. It's uh, blue and yellow and uh, sick as hell. And uh, yeah, I'm uh, just here. I guess I'm gonna introduce myself to y'all. So I'm uh, just here. 
I'm a bit of a uh, negotiator. <laughs> Who am I kidding? I kick the shit out of people. I'm the enforcer <laughs> for the uh, United Brotherhood of the Garden. You guys probably heard of the Garden. It's it's wicked sweet. But uh, yeah, I just, uh, this uh, blood murder bastard, I don't know what his name is, Slick 50 here. He's uh, he's uh, doing non-union contracts and uh, there's uh, people got some inalienable rights. One of those inalienable rights is to organize a union and represent the workers. And uh, this uh, jackass ain't doing that. So uh, maybe some accidents happen, maybe they don't. We see, we see what's gonna happen. All right, great. Who who else, Who's who else wants to jump in? I can go. So Otis Syracuse is not your standard fantasy dwarf. Uh, he wears no armor and his clothing appears to be made out of fuzzy green moss and bits of bark. Um, his hat has been fashioned out of a massive crab claw and his jewelry are all little charms made of bones and leather. Little mushrooms grow out of his beard and two tiny shrews flit in and out of the verdant growth. Uh, Otis can be seen punting his piro around the swamp, collecting herbs and lichen near his hut, which is built under a giant mushroom deep in the swamp. And you're actively snorting Old Bay as we speak, right? <laughs> just <laughs> just a couple of just a couple of sometimes. Bumps. Yeah, yeah, here and there. <laughs> Great. It's for fun, you know. Okay, Danny or Melody. I could jump in. Um, so, Captain Alora Darjeeling is most commonly known as the infamous Black Darjeeling, who is a feared pirate among her land. Although she is, she's born half-orc, she always fancied a, a finer life, a life in elven culture. When she, she journeyed over, she studied at the famous Ellsford Academy, where she learned all of the important things of life, but most importantly, the done thing, which is the single most important rule in elven culture that one must always do the done thing. And it is her driving force as a pirate. She doesn't think that most people really understand the elven artifacts that other people collect, but she does, and she knows to take them. And she's here because she's heard that there are some elven artifacts in this land that they're destroying, and she's gonna fucking take them back. In her look, she's very large, she's green, but sometimes she puts on a pale bit of makeup to look a little more elven. She wears a very large, red jacket and a very large pirate hat, very impractically high shoes, and is never far away from her royal cup of tea, to which she drinks constantly and sometimes uses a weapon. All right, very good. Only one left. I'm simply here because my god wills it. I follow the rules of Timora. She is the goddess of good fortune, and I feel that her fortune will be bestowed upon me if I am able to help these lands as she dictates. Very good. Okay. All right. So, uh, is anyone else following Polly to the uh, to the to the general store? I will simply because he's the same height as me. Ish. Great. <laughs> I will go as well. I need. Some I will, and I will follow it. Great. The general store is a a humble uh, single room shack that has a, a counter at one end. There are several. Uh, items, pretty much any basic weapon you could purchase here. If you needed a dagger, a short sword, a long sword, an axe, uh, a shield, the like. They also have a, a selection of apples and turkeys. Those are the food items most common in the stolen lands and throughout Santo Palacia. So th those are pretty much your purchasing options. What would you like to shop for? Yeah, uh, you see these uh, turkeys and these apples. Uh, how do these things work? Uh, oh, they, uh, they work like a healing potion. Uh, I don't. I do a mostly liquid diet, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you, you, uh, yeah, you, you, you're just gonna want to eat the the 
the turkeys or the apples. They they will afford you a, a health bonus in the way that food always does. You metabolize it, it turns into energy, which gives you a boost. Yeah, yeah, but can I afford them? That's what I'm asking. How, oh. how much is that gonna run me? Well, how many do you want? That's the real question. I mean, all of them. So uh, can I buy that? I like 48,000, how many you got here? You got a turkey farm back there? We, we do, we, we actually do run a turkey farm. My my son likes to raise the turkeys and befriend them, but yeah, he does. you know, then he has to kill them. So there's this whole thing with naming and it's kind of sad, but I, I really think it's good for him. It helps him grow. Yeah, yeah, that's a really interesting family story there. Thanks for that. Uh, so Gobbles, how much are these turkeys gonna run me? Well, so the, the turkeys are 10 gold pieces each and the apples are five gold pieces each. Boy, that seems like a steep uh, price for a turkey, wouldn't you say? Holly? I never paid so much for a turkey. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm not uh, asking to uh, buy the farm here. I just I just want the dead bird. Uh, our prices are, are set. They're, they're prefixed, as, you, as they say. So I can't really negotiate with you. If you'd like to purchase them, you're more than welcome. And if not, that's that's quite all right. There are, there are other shops along the road, and I'm sure you'll come across them. Yeah, you, you say you can't negotiate, but uh, my 13 charisma says that uh, maybe you cut my friends near break. Okay, okay, look, here's what I'll do. Because you seem like a nice group, and because I've heard whispers around the town that, that you all are, are here and, and intent on getting rid of Murder Duncan Bloodspell, which, I mean, I'm sure you saw the sign in our window. We're no fans of his. Ooh, somebody been talking about us. You know, yeah, people have been. Uh, the, the ground has ears, the walls have eyes, the ceiling has hair, maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know idioms very well. I'm just a shopkeep. But if you would like, yeah, I could sell you, I could sell you, uh, I could give you a free apple with the purchase of a turkey or another apple. How about that? Yeah, that, that's that's pretty nice of you. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not one of those nutrition people that uh, study the foodstuffs. Um, uh, how would you say the turkey uh, relates nutritional value to the apple? Um, it's it's about four times as nutritional as translates to health points and metagame. So apples are five HP restored, turkeys are 20 HP restored and can Ooh. be divided up to four ways. So you can divide a turkey into four pieces and give everybody five, just so you know. Oh, good. Well, that'll make D and D Beyond really easy. Thanks for that, Nate. It, no, it, it, it <laughs> will because I it will because I created those homebrew items, and you Are can simply type them in, and you oh. can just you can just do that. Now you will have to do the math of dividing the turkey, oh. but you can put a turkey in your inventory. All right, sweet. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'll take a turkey and an apple. Great. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that that'll be I, I believe I said fifteen gold pieces. Whoa, whoa there, Chuck. Oh no, the, the apple's free, yeah, right? Get My mistake. Apple. My mistake, look, I, hey, you know, it's one of those things where you're taking tickets at the movie theater and some, and they say, have a nice show. And you say, you too, even though that person's just gonna sit there in the popcorn for the rest of their life. Yeah, what is, one what of those <laughs> I don't, I don't know what these movies are, but uh, I'll tell you what, tough guy. I, I like the cut of your, your slacks there. Uh, I'll, t I'll take uh, three apples and a turkey. So, uh, and I'm gonna toss them 15 gold. Great, okay. There you go, take them. Would anyone else like to purchase anything while you're here? Would you say that um, like a decaffeinated tea has has good nutritional value? I mean, it's it's certainly good for clearing the the innards, I believe. I'm, I'm no doctor, nor am I a barber. I have no idea how the workings of, 
mortals uh, operate. Do you think if maybe I marinated the turkey in the tea, that would make it more nutritious? Some sort of some sort of turkey slurry or a, a broth? Honestly, my crew usually takes care of this for me. I don't even know why I did this on my own. Okay, um, right, I'm sorry, I don't I know that you're working really hard. I will also take a turkey and a free apple and I mean, do you do you have like a, a homebrewed tea, maybe with some frothy milk? I we we do have we do have a tea that's come from the distant lands. It's it's spiced. Perhaps you'd like that. Uh, it doesn't have any nutritional value, but it surely might brighten up a turkey and apple meal. All right. Okay. Um. How much is that? Oh, I'll throw it in for free for you. You you seem very nice, and and I know that you've been uh, probably traveling a, a great distance to come here. That's very sweet. You definitely understand the dumb thing for an uneducated man. Thank you. I'll I'll take all of that. Yes, I I was never educated. I grew up behind this counter, so I I, I feel good that you kind of noticed that about me. Oh, I Thank can see that. You're passing on very good things to your turkeys and your son. Yes, yes. His his name is Roderick. His turkey's name is Roderick Jr. Uh, <laughs> would anyone else like to purchase anything? <laughs> what do we got as an option besides uh, turkeys and apples? Uh, just pretty much any of the entry-level weapons that, that you can find on the uh, on the D&D Beyond website. So. All right, so this is basic stuff, no potions or anything like that. Nothing, nothing exciting now, unfortunately. Yeah, boss. Why don't you throw me one of them turkeys, would you? you? Well, you got it. You got it. Do you want? Do you want any anything special with it? Any spices or seasonings or just straight as it comes? You just stick that apple right inside it. That'd be good for me. Ooh, all right. Which end? We've got we've got the neck end and we've got the the rear. Well, put it in the rear. That's where it's going to fit. The neck. You got to leave the turkey neck on. That stuff's good. See, now you you are the connoisseur here, sir. You are the connoisseur. Well, here you are and presents you with a turkey uh, with an apple stuffed inside of it. I stick it in my backpack? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless you're going to eat it there, but that seems like a waste. I've never put a turkey in a backpack before. <laughs> oh, man, you've never lived. I know. And and, and you, miss? Any, anything that you would like? Uh, I will also take a turkey with a free apple, but as pure as possible, no seasonings or spices, and leave them separate from me. Oh, would, would you, we, we do have a special section of turkeys that we have anointed with with our, uh, the, the holiest of water as to... Exceptional. Wonderful. Well, then, then here you are. I, we'll set about the work of seven days of blessing the next turkey after you depart. Gods be with you. Okay, so you, all, all four of you now have a turkey and an apple, except Polly has uh, extra turkey, or extra apple, I mean. Yeah. Okay. Great. Exiting the shop. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, great. Yeah, you... Good idea. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, hey, uh, naked bark guy, uh, what, what's your story? You, you swing an axe there or something? No, no, no. Come here. Yeah, I, I walk forward. He motions for you to lean in a little bit. You smell that? Yeah, yeah, I smell something there, buddy. You smell it? Yeah. That's a magic. Magic, hey, I, I got some of that magic. I didn't uh, study for it, though. I was just born with it. Watch this. I'm going to cast Minor Illusion. Um, and I'm going to conjure the sound of a whippoorwill. Um, so in the, in the background, you hear, <laughs> oh yeah, he's a, he's a whippoorwill. He's real sick. He's uh he's got some bad bad laryngitis or something. But uh, yeah, no, I can. You don't sound too good. 
Yeah, he eats fine. I, I keep telling him, you, you got to go, I don't know, Wood Fairy or something, whatever they got for birds. But uh, yeah, he's not doing so well. But you send him my way, I take care of him. Yeah, yeah, okay. If it wasn't a minor illusion, I'd totally do that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I kind of look around everyone to see if they look as confused as I am. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take out my hot thermos and start making tea before I wait for anyone's response. Great. Uh, you see that there is a, a small crowd of people from from the village south standing around. Many of them are are just chanting about their their disdain for murder, Duncan Bloodspell. Uh, but but among them is a, a dull looking man whose hair appears to have been cut in the shape of a bowl, and he's waving a murder, Duncan Bloodspell flag. And, and yelling at some of the people in this crowd. Well, I don't like that. That's not the done thing. You don't crash someone else's protest. I put my tea away and I storm over to him and I grab him by the shoulders and say, what are you doing here? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to tell people that, uh, that Murduck is a good guy and we should give him a shot, you know? He's the king now and people don't seem to care that We've had kings before, and they didn't do anything good, and they were all like one way, right? And uh, maybe he's not that bright, but he's—he says he's gonna do stuff, and I like it. I like that he's gonna make me rich. Well, first of all, give me three good reasons that you think he's good for this kingdom. I want to start with—he's destroying elven artifacts, which negates everything you're about to say. I—I uh, don't—I don't really like elves. Elves seem kind of, you know, whatever to me. Why—why why are elves even here? I mean, can't can't elves stay where elves live? I don't I understand what elves are doing. In his face, just full in his face teeth. Okay, great. Uh, oh, such teeth. <laughs> uh, hey. Wearing a red baseball hat by any chance? <laughs> don't stomp on my allegories. <laughs> uh, you, hey, hey, you spilled tea on me. That wasn't very nice. What, what are you trying to do? That tea is the finest thing that has ever touched your lips, unlike your lies. I, I'm not lying. I know what I'm talking about. And he waves the flag, like, right in your face. He's just, like, waving this banner back and forth as hard as he can, childishly. How large would you say this gentleman is? He's he's big. He's, like, he's like three bills and quite tall. Right. I'm, I'm going to gesture to my other compatriots to come over, because I learned from that last time I played D&D and died in the first eight minutes that I shouldn't randomly go stabbing people. Okay. I mean, no, isn't I the half orc bigger? Me. Yeah, as a half orc, you are pretty big, so you could probably uh, be intimidating anyway. But yeah, bring bring the crew in. Uh, oh, I see him big on on over here. So this this lady here just she dumped some tea on me. I don't understand what's going on. I just said that King Bloodspell is pretty smart, and he's gonna make me rich, and he's gonna make you rich. So I don't understand why you don't like him. I spit on him. Hey, hey, now you're spilling spit on me, too. This doesn't, this is weird. I don't understand why you guys are being such, such jerks about everything. All right, I'm going to step in, I'm going to step in between the party and this guy. And I'm like, hey, let's not, uh, like, get things out of hand here. You look like a slick guy there. I kind of straighten his, his top, whatever he's wearing. And I'm like, uh, yeah, this is a friend here, a uh, blood spiel, whatever his name is, uh, yeah, um, we, we'd like to meet him, actually. Uh, he sounds like a great guy. Uh, you know uh, whereabouts he might be at the, the present? Uh, yeah, he's, he's in the in the high tower of the castle, of course. I, I'm going to go there when the when he has another one of his rallies, but he doesn't have one until next week. So 
I'm just gonna kind of wait, I guess. Uh, but maybe I'll head on my way pretty soon. So if you had like one of your uh, slick flags there, if you had an emergency relating to the uh, the campaign and all, uh, how would you uh, get to see him earlier the next week? I, I suppose you just have to go straight there and then, you know, make the journey, uh, uh, break your way into the castle. It's 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 got doors, it's people live there. I'm sure there's ways. I, I just, I don't wanna, I don't want to be uh, too eager, you know? I, I, I don't want to seem like... Yeah, I got you. You're real it. chatty. But, uh, yeah, where's this uh, <laughs> yellow brick road start uh, on the Castle Grayskull? Oh, well, it, you just take you just take the town, the, the road leading east out of town over there. Just, uh, yeah, yeah go, go, go that away. And he, he points with the flagpole that he's holding. Uh, straight east, basically. There's, there's one main street that runs through the village south, and... You just can see that it, it leads toward the forest. So yeah, I'll turn to the party. Yeah, I, uh, you guys want to dance with this guy or something? Or uh, are we going to go uh, talk to this uh, Bloodsteel guy? I just want to say he said the elves were irrelevant and then said mean things about them. And we all know that elves have given us all of our culture, our art, our music, our libraries. But you know people that that's that. Yeah, yeah, what T-Girl said, I'm just going to punch him in the face. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, roll. Uh, just roll. Roll to hit on the punch, please. Okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> seven. Okay. I assume uh, that's an unarmed strike. So. Yeah. Yeah. It would be unarmed strike. That will. That will miss. Uh, okay. But what I'm gonna. I'm gonna make it so it doesn't miss. But you. You punch him. He's just. He's just that thick, and you're not very big. So you've really like you've hit him right like in the middle of the like lower torso. Okay. Alright. And he and he notices, but he kind of brushes it off. Says, uh, you want me to get out of your way or something? You so you can go down the road. I don't wanna be uh yeah, yeah, dunking blood spell. You wanna just uh, move aside here? Thanks. Yeah, move your big dumb ass. Oh, get a oh, better haircut. Oh, oh <laughs> aw. You don't you don't like Mac Gillicuddy's hair, huh? That's oh. Okay. Well uh maybe you guys will come around on on King Bloodspell. Uh, all right. Bye bye. See, see you later. I I feel I, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn. Ah uh, yeah yeah yeah. I was sorry about that. Uh, I'll tell you what here, and I'm gonna flip him uh, a silver coin, and okay. I'm gonna say, uh, the next beer's on me. You you have a good one. Okay. He he accepts. He he has a really hard time catching the coin. He's kind of an oaf, if that wasn't clear. <laughs> he fumbles with it, but he picks it up and then he he pockets it. And you watch him walk away, continuing to wave his banner as the crowd of dissenters sort of swarm him uh, down the road. I think that boy was a little simple. Yeah, nothing a stiff, stiff drink can't fix. I don't think that's how you cure low intellect. Yeah, sure it is. It's always worse for me. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> okay, so you have before you the path leading into the forest. And if you decide to take that path, you will begin level one. All right, does everyone need tea first? I've just brewed it. I could hand it out right now before we get started. Then my character's gonna very quickly hand out her portable plastic tea mug so everyone can have some fresh tea. Oh, this uh, is pretty good. Oh, thank you. We can put booze in it later. Okay. I'm gonna shoot the tea and I'm gonna look no! like I'm gonna smash the glass and then see how horrified she looks very and then sheepishly just hand it back. You hadn't punched that man and insulted my culture. I would feel very dubiously told you. The gods yeah, no, want us uh... to go in that direction, shall we? Oh, I think we shall. It's good. Right. 
All right, you proceed down the road, exiting the village south. You enter into level one, the forest of drowning silence. Don't kill you, us. You've left the safety of the village south, the last bastion of the world as it once was before King Bloodspell, and enter the forest. You see large areas of deforestation at its edges, and there is a footpath trodden in the grass, beyond which the woods thicken. And above, in the great distance, you see the towers of ancient Castle Palatia looming over everything. You follow the path for... How how far do you feel like following the path for? Uh, are there any small... Is this You said it's deforestation. Are there any small woodland creatures still around? Or are they, uh, are they gone? I mean, there, you know, there are. There are some squirrels and chipmunks and whatnot kind of bounding around. There's not a lot of birds or anything. I mean, you know, you're, you're Disney bird here or there as okay. necessary. I'm going to, I'm going to, I can talk to animals. So I'm going to call out to one of the squirrels. Hey, okay. uh, bushy tail, come over here for a second. Uh, what's, uh, what's going on with all this uh, dead stuff around here? Do you, do you have a role for this at all or? Um, so I don't have a role it's uh you communicate simple ideas with smaller smaller beasts um i do have very low uh wisdom and intel so okay and charisma <laughs> so you can take that as you may Re re-ask your question yeah uh, mr bushytail there uh what's uh going on with all the uh destruction and uh, dead stuff oh hey i'm getting some nuts yeah that's that's a good story i, I love it uh yeah i love nuts too um but uh, what the hell's going on around here? What'd you do to all the trees? Oh, I didn't do it. They're big uh, groups of men came down. They, yeah, they chopped which... them down. They made they made a mess of it. Yeah, that yeah I can see that. Thanks a lot, there, Bushy. Uh, yeah, wh where did these men go? Oh, they they went back. They went back that way toward the toward the big the big tall stone mountain. Okay, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Uh, did any of these men have uh, insignia on them? Maybe uh, with the initials UBG. They they were all wearing. Uh, they were all wearing the armor of the, the Royal Guard and, and whatnot. These non-union frickin' pikers. Okay, yeah, uh, thank you there, Squirrel. Uh, and I'm gonna toss him a copper. Okay, I, I, I don't know what to do with this. Uh, the squirrel <laughs> tries to take a bite of it and, and kind of hurts its tooth and then looks at you with disdain <laughs> to, the best, to the best level that a squirrel can look at anything with disdain. Oh, yeah, I've seen it happen. Yeah, that... <laughs> That's well, look, there's some play, there's some tail flicking going on in the background <laughs> that's that's pretty aggressive. Yeah. Okay. So I I I, I look back at the group and I'm like, yeah, he, he doesn't know much. We should uh, keep going. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you continue down the path into the forest and the the woods indeed do thicken, but you notice that the path abruptly ends and now there's just this this dense bank of woods in front of you and there's almost a darkness that seems to fall through the forest. Uh, probably from the density of the trees. I you also hear- There's an uneasiness here, I say. <laughs> I'm right yeah, you do. Seems dubious. <laughs> Why you also... make a trail that just stop like this? Make no sense. Anybody want to roll? You want to roll perception and see if you notice anything that's- um... Yeah, let's, let's all do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. I, it's probably a good idea that everybody just see if they can notice anything. 14 for Polly. Okay. 18 for the dark Jarjeeling. Oh. There's a one. Okay. <laughs> turns out to a four, but uh, it was a natural one. Fifteen. Okay. Oh, I sure it dark up in here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys see anything? So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Otis Otis does not really 
recognize anything other than the fact that it is, in fact, a dense forest that's dark. Uh, but the dark Darjeeling notices that uh, there there seem to be some some uh, tracks in the underbrush beneath the trees that are sort of circling and looping around where the forest is dense. And when she listens closely, she can hear maybe just a, a, a whisper on the wind, but a conversation that sounds like it's in Goblin. Maybe maybe one of you, uh, big lady, you pick me up. I can see better. I don't know if that's the darn thing, but I, I suppose we're mixed company, all right. I go and I, I pick him up as high as my incredibly masculine arms can manner, which is very, very high. Um, it tickles him, and he's like, oh, <laughs> put, put me down, put me down. <laughs> Okay, I put him down, I take a couple steps back, and I'm like, oh, it's a distinct scent that you have. I think maybe if we washed you in some, like, very nice oolong, then maybe we could calm that down a bit. I don't think that's such a good idea. Right. But we can revisit it later. Did you see anything when you were up there? Because I I did hold you for quite a while before you panicked. No, I saw nothing. My eyes were closed. (laughs) Nate, can I, uh... Roll to see if I can hear it because I speak Goblin. Yeah, yeah. Roll, roll. Uh, just roll. Uh, roll investigation because you're going to be listening really intently. Okay. A helpful person to have on the team. That about me. Seventeen. Okay. Yeah, you hear. Uh, you hear voices in Goblin saying, "Oh, this is the worst possible job, isn't it? We just have to stand here and make sure nobody gets through the forest. What a boring set." Oh wait. I think I hear something. It sounds like someone's lifting a dwarf. <laughs> Maybe we should ready ourselves. And then you and then you hear some rustling and kind of trotting around. Something is amiss, friends. Ready yourselves. Can you be more specific, madam? We're about to be attacked, you dope. I pull out my rapier and I take a <laughs> I take uh, a few steps backward to put myself at the rear of the party and ready my crossbow. I look, I'm, I apologize. The cleric's name? Uh, Dilla. Dilla, okay. I, I look at Dilla and I'm just like, uh, which way is, uh, the people coming from? Do I, do I know that, Nate? Yeah, I mean, you, you know that they're, that they're directly ahead of you. So the path has ended, you have a, a dense bank of woods and you heard the, the goblin speaking pretty much in, in a direct cone in front of you. They're at our twelve. Cool, yeah, I'm uh, gonna head over to noon then. Uh, you guys just stay back. I probably got yeah. it. We really think this very small man who's hey, whoa, whoa, larger whoa. than his person is the best to be the front line of this team. I ain't small. I'll have you know I'm a very tall forest gnome. Oh, are you? How tall is he? I, I just keep walking forward. <laughs> yeah. You can you can try rolling uh, deception here to see if you can convince anybody that you're tall. Yeah, I'm But you don't have to. I'm gonna take my great axe out just in case. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. All right. So everybody's everybody's ready. Great. Uh, so yeah, Polly, as you as you walk, so you're walking into the woods, or are you just at the front of the group? Uh, yeah, I'll walk into the woods. Okay. Roll for initiative, please. Everybody. Yeah, you might. You're. You, yeah, you all do. You're just further back. I got a five. Okay. Polly, got a five. Nineteen. All right. I'm 19. just arrow fodder. Say again, Melody. 13. 13? Okay. And Danny? I have seven. Okay. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Nate. 15. Forgot oh, to 15? Add my, forgot to add my two. Cool. Okay. Okay. 
Well, uh, by some miracle, Otis does have the highest initiative. So you you have first go. When you when yeah. you look into the woods, what you see is that one goblin has has emerged from the woods holding his own short sword and is advancing toward Polly. Well, I'm gonna stick him right in the eye, aren't I? Um, and so... you are all, you're all close enough together that you could move the proper distance to make an attack without without it taking two turns right now. So what do we do they look hostile? I mean I know we rolled initiative because you told us to, but what is their he's got a sword drawn, right? But we also have oh, weapons yeah. drawn and we're approaching them. Yeah, and this like these goblins are are just legit evil, like evil alignment. So they are they are here to kill anybody who comes past this in the path. Okay. Yeah. We could probably reform them with some art, but we just don't have time. I shoot one. If only you had a chair to turn <laughs> backwards that you could sit on, talk to them about the error of their ways. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, Otis, you're you're shooting. Yeah. Um, I rolled a B. Oh, what? that's a twenty. Yeah, that's a bad twenty. <laughs> B. That's a twenty-two. Okay. With my bonus. Well, that's gonna hit. So uh, you, in the eye. <laughs> you just draw the bow back. So roll damage, please. That is ten. Ooh, damn. Or no, sorry, that's seven and two. That's nine. Nine. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Cat won't get off me. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> Polly has. Polly's been there. It was Polly's voice. Uh, yeah. So you you just you just bring your crossbow up, Otis, and and like I mean, just like a, a trained warrior, just fire one off. The shot goes right into the goblin's chest doing pretty much all of the life it has in damage so it is severely wounded it stumbles back and falls to one knee it's going to be uh not prone but halfway there on its next turn and uh and and it is its turn now so it's going why you don't surprise old (laughs) (laughs) hey that was that was a cheap shot and the uh the goblin's gonna get up and charge at you it's going to swing its uh, swing its little short sword, and it's a ooh damn that's a twenty two to it, hit. Sorry, is it running past me? Yes, it is. Am I getting an attack of opportunity then? You can you can take an attack of opportunity as it runs past you. I will definitely do that. Great, uh, do that. I got a twelve. That's going to miss. <sighs> Probably because it's womp womp. So this this goblin, this raged enraged goblin who's severely wounded, has an arrow sticking out of his chest. There's blood seeping around the outside. Comes sprinting past Polly. Polly takes a swipe, misses, just a little too slow on the reaction, and runs right at Otis and hits for 24 or 22 to hit. My armor class is 13. So that'll hit. I thought that was damage. I'm like, well, that guy's dead. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's the end of that. Nice to meet you, that guy. <laughs> and uh, on the hit does five slashing damage with his short sword. I don't like that. Uh, Otis says, you don't scratch me. And gives okay. him a dirty look. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so now it is, uh, Melody, it's your turn. So I'm what gonna will... attack the goblin, the wounded goblin. Okay. Villa's attacking the wounded goblin. Great. Go after him. <laughs> That's a 13 with a rapier. Okay. And that will that will miss also, unfortunately. Nah. Oh. 
Okay. Uh, do you want to move or anything? Do you want to step back? You you know you yeah. can you can feed Otis uh, an apple with a free action on a turn if you need to. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> okay. All right. Just so we know, is eating turkey or an apple is that normally a free action or will that? How does that? How's it going? Yeah, work? it's always it's always going to be. I'm always going to make it a free action. So you'll have a move action, an attack action. If, if your character class enables you to have multiple attacks, you will get all of those attacks. So you'll have move phase, action phase, and then a free action to, to eat or drink a potion or stuff like that. Can we do it twice or don't we get a second bite at the apple? Yeah, no, you can eat two apples at once. Yes, oh, uh, nice. very good. There's like good. a board. We just like lay down a sheet <laughs> and just go nuts. Okay, cool. Love it. Nate, upon missing, I'm going to run towards where I hear, heard the voices from the other goblin. Or okay, so you're charging into the woods. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as you're charging into the woods, plus the fact that one goblin has run out, three more goblins jump out, and one of them is going to attack Villa because you're close, and they're okay. going to hit for... Uh, that is uh, 17 to hit. Does that hit? You asking me? Yes. Yeah, is it over your armor class? Yeah, probably. What's, what's your AC? Yes. Okay. Uh, yep. Okay, so they will strike you with their uh, short sword, and that is three damage okay. from the short sword stab. And then that same goblin is going to use nimble escape, and it's going to jump 15 feet in any direction of its choice. So it's going to leap over you and Polly and jump toward Otis and Damn. Captain Lord Darjeeling. So do I get an attack of opportunity for him leaping over me? I yeah, got a with, green axe. With disadvantage, I'll let you do it. Swing, swing it swing it with disadvantage, and let's see if you can clip him while he's leaping over you. I already missed. Oh, uh, I got a uh, 12 and a 23. So, okay, uh, yeah, the, the 23 would have hit, but the 12 doesn't. Yeah, I bet it would have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I yeah. forgot to roll for extra critical potential, didn't I? Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, shoot. Next time. Yeah, that's no, that's my fault too because you nat twenty. You should have just. It would have been just dead. Well, maybe. Yeah. Shoot. Okay, we'll we'll remember. All right. Uh, so now it is uh, another goblin emerges from the woods and it's just going to take a stab at Polly. So that is a uh, sixteen to hit. <laughs> yeah, that's cute, buddy. It doesn't. Hit. <laughs> it doesn't. No, it does not. Oh, oh, good. Okay. Oh, just oh, I'm, DM I'm secret sorry, he, I'm at app 40. You don't even know. His tracks <laughs> are very powerful. <laughs> okay, great. So yeah, this goblin takes a swing at you, but just totally misses, whips, and forfeits their ability to do a leap because they missed on that. And now it is, now it's Danny's turn. Danny, what are you going to do? Hey, well, I'm very offended about everything that's happening. Um, so I think... Even though it's not quite the done thing, I should probably kill the slightly injured one, so I'm going to attack him with my rapier. Right. Ooh, uh, with, a, with 11. Your your rapier misses. Oh, I don't like that. A- any any other actions you want to take? Well, I take, I drink some tea. Okay. <laughs> Great. The, the tea oh, gives- Oh, no, I'm sorry, Nathan. I'd like to give bardic inspiration to someone. Oh, um, great. How about Bark Boy? He seems to be rolling well. Okay. All right. And what does Bardic Inspiration do? Uh, th- tell the group. 
Um, as a bonus action, a creature other than yourself within 60 feet can hear, um, you can hear gains an inspiration die. So 1d6 that you can use at any time, only once. Great. So you can add, you roll a d6 and add that to any roll for any purpose, whether it's to hit, for damage, or for a save. That's cool. Yeah. Well, Bark Boy. Okay. Well, that's a pretty song I hear. <laughs> and now a, a final goblin, a fourth goblin, steps out from the woods and says, Hey, don't let don't don't forget about me. I want to have fun too. Wait, can and... I understand any of them or are they talking goblin gibberish? No, they're just speaking goblin, so I think only only Villa actually hears what they're saying. You mm. you all just hear a lot of inane raspy chatter. Sweet, I'm gonna respond, yeah, yabba dabba doo to you too, buddy. <laughs> yep, well they're they're coming at you, so uh, but that is only a 12 to hit. That's not gonna yeah. hit you either, Polly. And I look at him like, bro, do you even lift? <laughs> and and he clearly doesn't because he's a goblin. And what would he lift? Right. Goblin. Squirrels? Goblins. Like, you can't lift squirrels. They're not gonna sit still for long enough. Uh, so Polly, it's your turn. Um, all right, I think we're good. Okay, so- um, Get him, Polly, get him! <laughs> Dilly, Dilly is near me, right? Delilah. Her D- name is Delilah. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> I wrote it down, but I don't think I wrote it down. Well, you know my Elvis isn't very good. How close is she to me? Villa. Villa, like the villa that I- Villa, yeah, I but with a Y. My Villa, friends. Villa, Villa. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know that. I'm from the garden. Is it two L's or one L? E-Y-L-A. Yeah. Okay. Villa's Um, about five feet in front of you and five feet to the right. And where are the goblins? They are so they're they're pretty much just flanking you because they both came after you when they came out of the woods. Possibly attracted the tracksuit. I don't know. I'm between this nice villa and and the gar and the goblins. Is that right? Oh good, good. Okay. Yeah, that's great. Um and they they look do they look the same? It, does one of them have like a different weapon than the other or anything like that? They're they're all just carrying short swords. They're they're not uh yeah, they're not interesting. They're pretty nondescript unnamed goblins. Yeah, okay. Um yeah, I'll uh I'll try to cut one with my great axe. All right. 18. That'll hit. Yeah, well. Take that <laughs> goblin. Uh 9 damage. Okay, great. Nine okay. Damage. Yeah, the nine, the nine damage just really, your great axe just lands in this goblin and like cleaves his arm right off. And he's st- it's not the arm holding the short sword, so it's fine. Just like <laughs> loses that arm, but he's just kind of like very, very weak and, and dazed at this point. And I look at him and say, yeah, why don't you uh, give me there a hand? Give me a hand there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you cut off his left arm, so he's all right. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Yes. We'll never write again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and we're back to the top with Otis. The some bitch that cut me is the one that I shot, right? Correct. Yeah. And he's still he's still up. Yeah. Yeah, he is he is back uh, he is back with you. So the the most injured goblin and then one of the uh, fresh goblins have both one leapt your way, the other has has moved toward you. Okay, uh, the one that cut me, who's almost dead, um, is going to die now because I cast magic missile at him, um, which always hits. Which always hits, and <laughs> and Otis's magic missile, it uh, he just kind of pulls up a 
an angry claw and you see this like something that looks like swamp gas kind of form there and he just kind of smashes it in this dude's face since he's right in front of him and like uh uh, like just a happy couple celebrating at a wedding cake yeah and uh let me check the damage 1d4 plus one can't see in the dark that's gonna be a total of three that is that is enough that goblin has been felled by your magic missile and there are only three goblins remaining and that one's face just melted off yeah oh yeah the magic missile hits it and just like bores right through it's like a like a a a24 horror movie there's just face explosion (laughs) the other goblins look around like oh well this is just the way we've done things i don't understand what the problem is that's not gonna land except for anybody who's watched a24 horror movies okay uh now i love uh, a24 but i don't like horror movies so i haven't seen them yeah yeah (laughs) your your midsommers your oh yeah we saw hereditary we saw oh yeah you saw hereditary too Sorry, we did see both of those, but I don't like the thing. And yeah, you know, like, always like, do you want to watch this? And she's like, no. And then she <laughs> leaves, and then I'm watching it, and I'm like, ooh. And then she comes in, and like it's all sucked in. It's like <laughs> <laughs> every time. Someone's like, do you want me to make you a sandwich? And I'm like, no. But then the moment I see the sandwich, I'm like, I'm gonna need most of that. Same deal. Can't say no to us yeah. either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Villa, you're up. Uh, which goblin is nearest? You have, so you have the two goblins that are engaged with Polly right now. One who is wounded, that he just sunk his great oh, axe into. We're not engaged. We're just, we've seen each other a couple of times. That's it. Let's not, uh, <laughs> okay. I attacked the wounded goblin. Okay. And we've got a 15. That's a hit. Excellent. For six. That's enough. Your rapier sinks and just slides right through this goblin's belly like uh, buttered something or other. And <laughs> dirt butter reference. <laughs> you spent all last night practicing. I know, I know. Choking under pressure. Uh, yeah, so that goblin is dead. Very good. Two goblins remain. One I of have those. Them. One of those two goblins is going to attack now. Uh, it is it is going to turn away from from Polly and and try to try to swing its sword at Villa, and that's oof that's only a six to hit. That's not going to do it. Yay! <laughs> All right, and uh, and that goblin now kind of scared because it's stabbed, but it's just watched two of its friends get hacked. It's going to do this this nimble step again, and it's going to try to leap back uh, into the woods. Over me? Uh, yeah, and it will it will so it's going to leap over you and and into the woods. Can, can I do it an opportunity? Yeah, yeah, you can You can take an attack of opportunity. Okay. thought they could only jump when they hit. This one This one wanted to get away from that. <laughs> <laughs> Look who's the DM now! Yeah, yeah. Sorry, get used uh, to it, this is how it's going to be. How Try do to learn I the rules, for, that's all. For opportunity? What, what do I hit for that? Oh, I'm you just, uh, just attack like normal, yeah. So just do the same oh, attack okay. you just did. Alright. 18. Yeah, that, that hits as well. Oh, Great. Roll damage. Nicely done, lady. Five. Okay. So yeah, you you take a nice little chunk out of it, out of this goblin with your with your rapier as it as it leaps over you, and it, it is now back in sort of the edge of the forest, still still semi engaged, but not uh, you know not endangering anyone immediately, and uh, now it is uh, Elora's turn. Elora. Um, I worked very hard for the title captain. 
Uh, Cap Ilora. Captain Elora. The Black Darjeeling. I don't I don't like this first name thing. My right. my apologies. <laughs> Thank you, dear. Okay, um, so two goblins are dead. One is not injured. One has just been taken a chunk out of him, right? Correct. Yeah. How close am I to the other goblins? So the the one uninjured goblin is right near you and Otis. All right. Um, I will I will rapier him hopefully. Uh, sixteen. That'll hit. Something. Uh, six. Great. Yeah, you you just uh, give a nice stabby stab. Really poke him good. He is he is wounded and unhappy. Well, I'll take a sip of tea. Excellent. <laughs> nice nice flex. Okay, and uh, and now that that wounded goblin is going to take a swing back at you, Captain. Oh, I don't that, like that. That is a uh, that's a twelve to hit. Yes, that hits. Okay, and four damage. I don't like that at all. I'll take a I'll take a sip of tea. Okay. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Where is my printing pad? Oh, oh bother! Bother! <laughs> okay, Polly, you're up. Yeah, hey buddy, running over there. I still got something to axe you. Oh shit. I rolled a nine. I tossed a hand axe at him, but I rolled a nine. Oh, I am I'm not not rolling well. Yeah, so you you just throw this hand axe that goes in the woods. Um do you have a D one hundred with me? I mean yeah. I, I could go find it out of my dice ball, but it's a pretty big dice ball, so uh, I'd be digging for a while. Okay, um, I'll, I'll roll one. I'll just roll one real quick. Perfect. Okay. Okay, it's a, yeah. Oh, all right. So I rolled a 76. Okay. So what I'm thinking is that you threw that hand axe, but totally missed the, pers- the, the goblin you were aiming at, but that it did, in fact, clip the goblin who jumped into the woods. Nice. <laughs> Wait, no, that's the one I... Oh, okay, never mind. Whatever you said's great. That's much better than <laughs> to hit. So cool. Yeah, and then I'm I'm gonna turn to Villa and I'm gonna be like, Yeah, yeah, I meant to do that. So that 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 goblin in the woods is gonna take two damage because the hand axe is just gonna it's gonna just like the blade's literally gonna bullet time slowly graze his shoulder as it goes over, just enough that it draws a bead of blood. Love it. Okay. Sharks will get him. <laughs> forest sharks. <laughs> That's okay. Forest shark. Otis, it's back to you. Okay. Um, that that D six, I can add that to any roll. Yeah. You can do that, anything you'd like with it. Accounts with damage. Yep. Um, You're inspired. We, we do have a goblin that has not been hurt yet, right? Both both remaining goblins have been hurt. Okay. They're both. They're both. Uh, and and they're both pretty well wounded. So yeah, I mean, e- either way, either way you want to go. It's just one is is now at the edge of the woods that just got grazed with an axe, and then the other one is is near where you and Captain Laura are. Well, Otis don't like to run a lot, so he's just gonna shoot the one that's further away. Solver. All right. Okay. Let's see if this die can. <laughs> um, wait. I have a plus on that, so that turns a four into a six. Um, uh, I want to roll again. Yeah, I'll uh, add my inspiration die to that. That brings that up to an eleven. It's that's not gonna hit. <laughs> well, I made an effort. I gave you my inspiration, and you you used it to not even get your crossbow out. I guess you weren't inspiring enough. 
was apparently not very inspiring. That's what <laughs> I studied the polar at Elmsford for four and a half years. My songs are very inspiring. I'd say some Queen. You bust out We Are The Champions, I think you would have nailed it. Yeah. I was inspired, but I think I have a seven tendon. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I'll offer him some tea. Okay, great. Yep. Uh, all right, so uh, now it is it is Villa's turn again. Can I change weapons? Sure, yeah. I pull out a bow and arrow. Okay. And I'm going to aim at the farther orc, or goblin. Okay. I got a 24. Yeah, that, that's going to hit. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Just grazed him. Yeah. <laughs> is that a nat 20 or? Uh, yes, and then I got my bonus on top. Oh, like, okay. Make sure so, you yeah, tell people so, that shit. Yeah. Nat 20, so please roll roll a d20 again. If you get a, a an 18 through a 20, you're going to be critically hitting, so you're going to do double damage. Six. Okay, okay. You- well. <laughs> you're still doing first. Good, good call. Yeah, you still do, you'll still do max damage, so what's your, what's the roll on your bow and arrow for damage? I mean, if it's, if it's more than five, this, this goblin has been skewered with this arrow in his death. It is five. Great. It's skewered with the arrow and is dead. Yay. In fact, your your aim is so true that you draw the bow back and you and you release the arrow. It goes right through this goblin and just pins him to the tree behind him. And he sort of stands there, you know, a, a couple of inches off the ground, struggling to try to pull the arrow out for a second I before finally struggling doesn't bend my arrow. Mother <laughs> He he burbles and back. Burbles and says that he wishes he had he had gotten to hear "We Are the Champions" one more time before he dies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was almost finished with my portrait of Freddie Mercury <laughs> that I was painting with goblin paints. Uh, okay, goblin Freddie. <laughs> so, uh, it, Captain Alora, you're up again. Okay, so there's only one goblin still alive. Just the goblin adjacent to to you and Otis. Right. Well, it's getting in the way of me drinking tea with my friends, so I'm going to immediately attack it. 16. That'll hit. <laughs> Six. Okay. Yeah, that's that's exactly how much health he had left. The the fourth goblin is dead. Congratulations, you have defeated uh, these goblins. Excellently done. Who wants tea? <laughs> um, I raise my hand. But Villa with one L gets the first cup. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go collect my hand axe that I threw. Great. I'm gonna okay. check on my arrow and see if it's feasible to use it again. I'm gonna yeah. raid people's pockets. <laughs> okay, let's. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do Villa's arrow real quick, and then we can start checking corpses. So yeah, uh, Villa, roll a strength check on pulling the arrow out of the goblin and tree behind it. If you're not very strong, one of us could try to pull it out for you. Also true. Seventeen. That's strong enough. Yeah, you you Stop just you just kind of put your put your leg up against the trunk and pull, and you've got that arrow. The the little goblin corpse just falls to the to the ground and crumples in a disgusting, bloody ball. Okay. And uh, and now you wanted to check check out the corpses here. Oh, I know it's not technically the done thing, but they're dead, so I don't really think they care. Yeah, you got to loot. You got to loot. Right, so I'm gonna look for crossbow quarrels as, as well. The ones I shot. Oh yeah, you you can have all those back. Yeah. Okay. Not gonna worry too much about ammunition in this game. So yeah. Uh, yes, as you as you check uh, rooting among the bodies of these goblins, you find ten gold pieces. You find one mace, just a standard mace. You find one standard dagger as well. 
you find one red delicious apple. That's the way that it's entered into D&D Beyond. So if you add your apples that way, red one red delicious apple. And you also Arguably find... the worst kind of apple. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I made that choice on purpose because <laughs> it's only supposed to give you 5 HP. It's not supposed to be fun to do. So if we get like a Gala or a Honeycrisp apple? Yeah, it's not, it's not a Fuji or anything. It's just I crackle. a Jazz apple, which is, as everyone knows, the tastiest apple. It's, they, it, it's a good one. Yeah. It's the best apple to enjoy while uh, sharing uh, surreptitious glances with friends. Is that what we were doing the yeah. last time we hung out? Oh, yeah. I was reading my shirt the whole time. No, no. Just surreptitious glances. Yeah. I really missed out. <laughs> I ordered you another beer. Um, there, there's also a, a half a turkey among these goblins. So, so there you go. If you, if you, if anyone needs to heal up, I suggest you you eat to get yourself back to full hit points. Yeah, I'm okay, down I'll by five. Items together, and I'll be like, it's the dumb thing to share between parties. Let us all come in. Who needs what? Um, I need like a quarter of a turkey, right? Yeah. I I also or an need... apple. You also have an apple. Well, yeah. You, you and Captain Alora both eat. A quarter of a turkey, then you don't have to enter the complicated quarter of a turkey in the D and D Beyond, and <laughs> be full health. Okay, we still have um, an apple if anyone else needs healing. Nah, I'm good. How? Um, so I'm down three. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we restore by sleeping, or how does this world work? You would, yeah. There will be opportunities to take a long rest, which will restore spell slots as well as hit points. Okay. Uh, but those those only happen. Uh, between levels, so okay. have to get through this entire level one before you do that. But uh, okay. yeah, so uh, if you eat an apple now, you get those three HP back. You'll you'll waste two HP of healing, but you know who hasn't thrown part of an uneaten apple out of a car window we, in their life? We got plenty. Yeah, Billy, you should probably have that apple. We or, got and some tea to, to you know chase it down. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna eat my apple. Okay, great. Does anyone uh, need a mace or a dagger? Already have a dagger, so does I anyone have two? I mean, I, also, I wouldn't Otis mind. has a dagger, I could take another one. Yeah, I like I to chuck them around. Mace, uh, just in case we run into uh, some skeezy guys that uh, have immunity to uh, great axe and an immunity to the word no. Mace is good for that, too. Well, mace is bludgeoning, and a great axe is what slashing. Yeah, mate's making a but no means no, <laughs> no means oh, no. Well. I uh, look. My dear sainted mother raised me and my sisters all on a lonesome, so I do not appreciate any jokes that uh, would paint a woman in a uh, in an unfavorable light. Not that they need my protection, because they don't, because they're perfectly fine to do their own stuff. So, uh, just gonna I'm gonna roll for psychic damage. Okay. <laughs> Nine psychic damage for not knowing how to navigate that appropriately. <laughs> raise an eyebrow at Villa as if the eyebrow said, can you believe this man? And has he ever even been to the garden? I take a long, slow blink. <laughs> and that blink tells me everything I need to know. I pour some tea into a cup and hand it over. Yep. It was an audible blink too. I think that was the most important part of it. I think two things to take away is that Otis probably will need to have a bath by the end of the whole campaign because otherwise, otherwise we- gonna happen. We've introduced something that's just dangerous to let go, and then the the long blink, the power of the long blink. So is everyone okay with me taking the mace, or did someone else want that? Oh, no, that's fine. You take that's that fine. Hand, that's all you, Polly. 
And uh, DM question, can I equip the mace and the great axe at the same time, or do I have to take a turn to switch weapons if I want to do that? You would use your move to, to change which weapon you're using. Oh, okay. So cool. as long as if you were right next to enemies, you could just take the mace out and hit them with it, and you know, and then the next turn take the great axe out and swing yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Otis, do you want this dagger to go with your other dagger? Uh, yeah, if you don't mind. All right. Okay, then we've knocked those two out. We have ten gold left. Um, we can all have two, and then I'll just put these other two in my bag, and we'll share them if we need them for democracy or counting. Demarco what? <laughs> you don't worry about it. I'll put it in this bag for soap for you later. That's really just a communal action for all of us. It's a soap budget. Now, I need to mention, out of character real quick, <clears throat> that Otis has a 17 charisma. <laughs> uh, the mossy, earthy smell is attractive. It's like if you liked patchouli. Oh, okay. <laughs> You know what? I've had a change of heart. I think that this budget will be to never have you touch soap again. Have I said your cheekbones are amazing? <laughs> he just seems like, like yeah, he's a little small and weird and kind of maybe gross, but you kind of want to hang out with him and, and he smells. Wait, Nate is sitting right here. I know. Well, I was going to oh. say, I was going to say, Melody and I both did go to undergraduate college in Boulder. So we have met this guy at least once. Because <laughs> there is definitely so that so disarmingly yeah. charming hippie boy. I see it. Uh, here, Nate's got the Boulder. Yeah, he's got something. He's got I, an aroma. I the Boulder like aroma. Nate's Do I? Like an herbal essence commercial. Like every time I love Nate, I'm like Nate. Whatever so shampoo sweet. conditioner he wears, I I, I Joe Nate. Biden's hair every chance I get. Oh, me too. I can <laughs> smell it now just thinking about it. <sighs> Roll for Blank Streets of Mage is written by me, Nate Regolia. It features player performances by Billy Ferguson, Race Garber, Danny Headland, and Melody Stevens. Our theme music is A Journey Awaits by Pierre Bondifer at P-B-O-N-D-O-E-R on the socials. It's Creative Commons via opengameart.org. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen. It's like casting bless on our whole party, and we can use all the help we can get. Otherwise, buy some D&D books or whatever RPG lights you up and get rolling.